while your day is winding down, they're just getting started. This is South Coast Tonight with Chris McCarthy and Marcus Farrow. They've got you covered on all the news of the day, from local issues to politics on both sides of the aisle. This is the place where the movers and shakers come to be heard, to listen, and where they're held accountable. This is South Coast Tonight on WBSM. Welcome to South Coast Tonight. I'm Chris McCarthy, and my good friend, Jess Machado, is here filling in for Marcus. Who It's his birthday. I thought his birthday was yesterday. I also didn't know I was filling in tonight until this afternoon when Chris started sending me all these links. <laughs> He's like, we can talk about this tonight. I was like, uh, I guess. Right, right. <laughs> thought I was coming over. The, um, yeah, if you wonder why the Chinese kept sending over balloons, it's because it's Marcus's birthday. Aww, right? That's why. So festive for him. That's Love why. Love that for you, Marcus. From one communist to another. <laughs> that's why the Chinese are sending the balloons. I just want to let listeners know that Chris set the tone <laughs> when we walked to the door. And he's like, listen, dude, I almost died. I can do whatever I want. I can say whatever I want. And I was like, do you mean like for every show or do you just mean tonight? I feel like it's every show. He I, just, well. It's forever how many shows I live through, right? You want to push the envelope as far as you can? Look, I, I my feeling is live like you're going to die because I have. So yeah. so for as many shows as I can live through, we're going to have fun. Yes. We're going to go out laughing, Jess. I think we already started this. Uh, yes. Yes. We're having fun. <laughs> so we've got, a, we've got a good show tonight. We have um, three hours with you, okay? So as you know, Jess is a conservative. I'm a conservative. But we're fun people. We like to have a good time. we got some fun stuff to talk about. We'll be taking your phone calls at 508-996-0500. I think every topic is on the board. Um, we'll have a little bit of fun. You um, pour yourself a drink. You you might um, you might need it by the end. We'll have um, we're gonna have our friend Evan Genro joining us at nine o'clock. Yes, Evan's coming on. I'm excited. I haven't seen Bestie in a while. Yeah, he's a he's a really nice guy. Uh, ran ran has run a couple of really strong races um, as a Republican for the state house, and um, I'm happy to have him in. Me too. I, I think it was he, a good idea. He's a good guy, and um, he has something interesting to say. He does, you know, and uh, that's the, that's. The only thing it takes to get on the radio, I think. That's it. My standard is you got to be interesting and you got to care, right? You got to care about the audience. Yeah. And you've got to, and I know you do, Jess. You've made a hell of an impression on everybody in the short time that you've been here. And and you've moved, not moved on because you still have your show, which is. Saturdays from 1 to 4 p.m. All the great people start on the weekends. Yes. I did. Marcus Marcus, did. Marcus, yes. Ken Pittman. Yeah. Um, But. You're also doing other bigger and better things. I, I have been very blessed to fill in for Grace Curley on Howie Carr's radio network. Um, Grace has announced that she's expecting, and so I'm part of the team that's going to be covering for her maternity, so she doesn't have to worry. She can relax, be a mom. Um, Caroline Levitt from New Hampshire is also going to be filling in because um, we're not going to be able to do it all ourselves. Right. Um, so she's going to be helping me. She's been filling in a couple days here or there, too, so the audience can kind of get to know her. Um, it's super fun. You know, so but I love home. I love being home. I don't want to spook you by telling you that 
you're going to one of the biggest media markets in the country. I know I know you probably already know that. Yeah. Don't think about it. No, I can't. But it's the real big time. Yeah, I can't think about it. Isn't I know amazing? Phil every time I'm here filling in for Barry feels like big things, big things. And I have a really great like support system of friends, especially people like in, in politics that are like, kid, you got it. Right. And you know, like I'm forty six, I'm gonna be forty seven, I've got four kids. No career, you know, I just really stayed at home, focused on my family, so it's an interesting path that God has put out for me. Isn't it amazing? I love it. I'm in my prime. This is, oh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll be talking more about that. Hold it together, dude. So, <laughs> it was just spitting So, the, um, the reality of it is, right, is yeah. that radio is one of those businesses that if you get a break and you do with it, What's in you? Yeah. Other people will notice. I think. Right? Yeah. I mean, really, like you said, you were just there and all of a sudden, boom, because you've got a talent. I, I have a little imposter syndrome. I don't know if you know what that is, but I feel like I don't belong there. Like people are going to pick up on the fact that I just don't know what I'm doing. You know what I mean? So I have a very good friend of mine. We've had him on the air before. Casey T-Boy. I grew up with him. Um, if, we, if you can say we ever grew up. And uh, <laughs> Casey's big time um in the in the entertainment industry now still lives in bristol county mm. uh, he makes movies he was big with aerosmith making their movies all that stuff mm. he tells he, i've had him on the radio before he talks about how he made it right and he talks about pretending he knew what he was doing and being in front of major equipment in foreign countries and having no goddamn idea what he was doing yeah and if he, if he had said it they wouldn't have taken him with him he landed in dubai and the guy was like here's the board he's like <laughs> The guy, he's looking at it. The guy goes, you don't know what you're doing, do you? He goes, nope. He, got, he goes, no, but what do I do? And the guy walked him through it. I don't, yeah. Right? I faked it till you, I make it. All you can do. <laughs> just that's all you can do. Right? I mean, I, I feel like I have a good voice, which is a gift, like a God talent. Like, I didn't pick this. Right. So I feel like the voice can carry me far. You voice know what I mean? Voice and personality. I don't know about the person. I'm a pain, man. If I'm you, a wicked pain. Well... <laughs> And you're passionate about what you believe. I do. I mean, I also feel like there's not, I mean, especially down here, there were no women on the radio. You guys didn't have any women conservative radio hosts. And like, why you Michael know, Rock and Tim love you. Yeah. There were no, like, nobody was representing not, the moms. But, but again, not because <clears throat> you, you, you check a box. Right. Because if you were, if you weren't good. Right. They wouldn't care what your gender is. Yeah. Right? The fact you have an interesting... Are you sure Tim wouldn't? Tim might just want to just put a girl in here for the whole... <laughs> Not if it fails. <laughs> okay. Right? Not yeah. if it fails. Yeah. In other words, this is still a business. Right. Yeah, and, right. And, yep. and, the, and the listeners can click the dial at any moment. Yeah. And they do from time to time, mm -hmm. right? Yep. So if you're not on it, if you're not interested in it, if you're not genuine, mm. they can tell. Yeah. The listeners, particularly here... This is real local radio. They mm -hmm. can tell. Even if when they hate you, they know you're genuine. Right. Right? Yeah. So, um, enough with the... Uh, Thanks for all those nice right? words. It's right? fun. It's great. And thank you to everybody here who supported me. And, I mean, the cars are amazing. They are a great team up there, and I'm very lucky. But I love being home, too, you know? Like, right. I don't know. I just, I'm comfortable here. It, this this is, a, this is a really nice station. I can talk a lot more smack here than I can over there. You know, like I I, I talk smack. It's more like you know, state and national. I mean, I certainly gave right. Jim Jones Lions the run for the money on every time I was on. But here, you know, it's a little bit more personal. You know sure. what I mean? Paul Haro, I'm ready to go. Like you want, let's go. <laughs> well, <laughs> we'll my, save it for the second half. My, my feeling with 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 uh, with the new sheriff is that uh, hey, my good friend Tom Hodgson said he's confident now. 
in the new sheriff. And so I think we've got to give him an opportunity. Yeah. Watch him closely. Sure. See what he does. Um, but be ready. Right. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I, I, my feeling is the voters have spoken. I'm a true believer in representative democracy. When the voters speak, I'm going to see what they did. Right. Let's give them an opportunity. He got elected. Let's see what he's going to do. Now, if, if it's crazy from the beginning, we'll, we'll, we'll start to. I feel, though, that he knows that he can't be crazy in the beginning. I think he knows. He's been doing this a while. I think he knows the blueprint is, you know, the election way it went. It was a blueprint, right? Right. He's very successful at winning elections. He certainly leveraged mail-in voting, right? Um, Yes. And then I think he knows he can't go gangbuster when he walks in the door. He kept a lot of staff, right? Right. Very smart. Yeah, you know, so you can't come in there because that's a newsmaker. I I, think the crazies come in in at the end of year one. (laughs) I think he also recognizes that. Out-of-town billionaires bought the election for him. Sure did. I mean, that's what happened. Mm -hmm. The guy ran a good campaign, but he would have lost if it wasn't for the billionaires from New York and and God knows where else who funneled God knows how much money. Millions. Into the campaign. Millions. I was talking with a Democrat elected official. I'm sorry. Who, who, no, no, good guy, (laughs) who said to me, what, he didn't take sides in the election. He said... He said, I've been being elected for years by the same people that vote Tom Hodgson in, mm, right? Right. So um, he said, I don't always agree with Tom Hodgson. But he said to me, what do you do when out-of-state billionaires want your seat? Mm. He said, I don't care what Tom Hodgson said yeah. or didn't do. Can't stop it. Can't stop it. You cannot stop. So in that regard, Paul Rowe realizes he doesn't have a mandate. Out-of-town billionaires purchase the seat for him. Hmm. He's in the seat. He's going to do with it what he can. He's going to try to make an agenda that six years from now when the billionaires are gone mm-hmm. will be something that people like. Hmm. And they'll say, I'll vote for the man again because I'm happy with what he did over the last six years. But he knows he's, he's a very bright guy, well-educated. I don't know if you missed any of his I, flyers. I, yeah, but I, don't, I didn't know that. got a lot of college yeah. degrees. He... Um, <laughs> he he knows that the billionaires bought, bought him the seat. Now, I am a believer in unlimited money in elections. I'm a believer in the First Amendment, believer in, in um, Citizens United. I think it's a great Supreme Court decision. So this this happens. I mean, I don't believe in shaping the rules so they come out the way I like them and change it, right? I agree. So yeah. um, a lot of Democrats, if they probably understood that only because of Citizens United... Paul Haru is now the sheriff. Hmm. You know, some billionaires bought him a seat. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not opposed to that because I knew, right? But I bet a lot of the people who voted for him didn't realize that, that their mind was being purchased. Oh, I, I agree. You want right. to take a call? We have yeah, someone that's waiting. Sure. Hi, Bestie. You are live with Chris and Jess. Chris, it's your unofficial co-host. Hey, Sam. What's going on? How you been? I've been well. How have you been? I'm hanging in there, still, still trying to give it every day. That's it. I, I <laughs> know you. Um, your voice. Glad, thank you. Yeah, Marcus told me you, t- you said hi the other day. I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, What's I, been going on? I'm always listening, so I just want you to know. And, and I'm, congratulations to Jess for getting on to uh, the Howie Car Network. There. Thank That's you. That's amazing. Thank you. Um, but yeah, I've, I've called you once or twice, Jess, already. Um, I'm a. I may not be a co-host 
but I am a listener. <laughs> and I'm an official listener because I'm an official listening. listener and unofficial co-host. And an unofficial co-host. That's right. Yep. Love that. I was, uh, I was Chris's unofficial co-host. I, I uh, took the title on myself. I just invented a, <laughs> an unofficial position. I loved it. Decided to be his co-host. So I would call up and just say, hey, Chris, it's Sam, your unofficial co-host. And we just kind of went with it. But we did. Love it. Now there's so many new people, it's it's hard to be a co-host to everyone. So Well, you can call into my show on Saturdays, and you can be an unofficial co-host for Saturdays. I don't mind that. I, I decided that I think I'd just be the unofficial co-host of overall for like the whole station. Yeah. WBSM's yeah. of unofficial co-host. I like that of, of BSM. Yeah, printed up. But uh, but no, I I uh, because I listen all the time. I I know that Jess is just the natural for this stuff. She just from day one, I could not sense any nervousness in her, and she, I don't you know if you didn't tell the audience that you were new at this, no one would ever know. I agree with that, right? That's, I mean, right? Yeah, I agree with that. That's, That's very exactly nice. How I, how I feel about it because I've heard a lot of new people come over the years. I mean, I'm going back to God. I don't even know how long. I'm I'm talking at least twenty years. I've been listening to this. You don't station. sound old enough to to be listening uh, for twenty years. <laughs> I uh, I just turned sixty one. What? So, Congratulations! Yeah. You had me yeah, duped, you. fooled. <laughs> well, I can tell you this, Sam. If you've ever yes, heard Sean Hanley, he has the tapes of Alec Baldwin's tryout. For, for a New York radio station. And this is a, oh, really? a, a very successful trained actor. But there's a mm-hmm. big difference between actors and talk show hosts. Actors sure. have lines prepared days, weeks in advance, cue mm-hmm. cards, people directing them. Talk show hosts either got it or you don't have it, right? So exactly. Sean Hanley plays these tapes, and they're absolutely embarrassing, mm-hmm. right? And I happen to like um, Alec Baldwin as an actor, um, not, not, a great, as a murderer. not as a great marksman, <laughs> not as a right? Murderer, right? <laughs> right? But so you Don't hear it. With you, so, so I can tell you that you either have it or you don't have it. I mean, there's really the, the technical piece. You have to learn that, but that's very not that difficult. But you yeah. either have the ability, the confidence to do it, or you don't. And just Je- just certainly has it as you. Oh, identify. that's enough, you guys. Yeah. I just no, like you know, talking, and my husband was like, end. "Stop <laughs> doing this at home. Uh, just get out I'll of the house and go talk somewhere else." <laughs> I'll end with this, but um, it's it's not only about about that. It's about having the timing, the voice, and I, you know, I'm not any professional at this at all. But listening to people that time their words and give you enough time to listen, instead of just rattling off a bunch of words in a sentence. Um, like, can you imagine? Um, Camilla Harris being a talk show host. No, 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 no. <laughs> She'd only use happened. the same twelve words over and over again. <laughs> Great, and the yeah. cackling, the cackling. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how she got there. But anyway, that's another story. Sam, I just thank to check you. In say, uh, have a have a good weekend. Have you too. A nice Friday night, and look forward to listening. Thanks, Sam. Appreciate it. Thanks, Sam. Uh, Unofficial um, WBSM co-host absolutely. for the whole station. For the whole station. Yeah. The um. um the reality of it is, is that th- this is a very intimate business, mm-hmm. right? It really is. So, um, listen, we were talking about, um, you made a joke about In Your Prime, yes. right? The <laughs> Don Lemon story, <laughs> yes. okay? Yes. Now, I have to tell, admit this to my, I think my, most of the audience knows this, but I fluctuate around. I watch a little bit of Fox. I watch a little bit of CNN. I yeah, watch a little bit of MSNBC, too. right? Yeah. I do. A, I mostly watch Fox Business and CNBC. Those happen to be the channels in the mornings that I really enjoy. But um, I do go around, right, because I want to get a lot of perspective. Um, 
So I'm very familiar with Don Lemon. But I always thought he was a bad choice. Um, Bad instincts. um, Not very bright. Mm. um, Not for live television. You know, I mean, he probably, he was a nice looking guy. He's got a good voice. Um, But unless he's scripted, when they leave him to go on his own, he gets in trouble. Mm. So explain to the audience what, what he said. Well, we have to take a break, I guess. Break. Do we want to talk? Do We'll take a break. And then we'll come back and talk yeah, more about it. Yeah, but my opinion on Don is that he'd be a good host of like Entertainment Tonight or Extra. There you go. Right? Uh, right. That's like. Because it's scripted. Peak performance for him. Um, and more money than CNN, probably. <laughs> probably. They broke. Um, all right. So we're going to take a break. Uh 508-996-0500 if you want to call in and talk to Chris and I. I'm Jess. I'm here with the legend, Chris, and we'll be right back after the break. 20 WBS. Welcome back to South Coast Tonight. I'm Chris McCarthy. Jess Machado is here filling in for Marcus. Um, Good choice of song, by the way. Right? You like yeah, that? Yeah, I do. Bruce yep. Springsteen's coming around. We can't afford to go, Definitely but we'll, we'll see what works out later. <laughs> um, so the um, we're talking about Don Lemon and CNN. And, you know, CNN, it's, it's like the New York Times, which I read so you don't have to. I watch CNN so you don't have to. Um, all those paywalls on the on the New York Times, by the way, like the paywalls, you can't click on anything anyway. So, so I appreciate I, you taking one for the team. I still buy the paper copy. They, oh, do you? I buy the paper copy. Love that. Um, I'm happy now that Starbucks is opening in New, in New Bedford because yep. be one more outlet that sells the the uh, the boss, the, the, you know the um, the New York Times. So, <laughs> Jess, what did what did our friend Don Lemon say about all women? Bestie, uh, this is supposed to be a liberal. Yeah, liberal. So he's a host of this morning show with two women, by the way. They right. flank him on either side of, of the morning show. Um, Nikki Haley announced that she's running for president or vice president or whatever. or That's what I interpret it as. She's right. just announcing she's available. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, and so uh, th- with her announcement, she used that platform and that opportunity to tell them that she thinks that... Uh, Elected officials, presidents should go through like this cognitive test to make sure that they have, you know, the mental capacity to run the free world. Right. Um, and saying anybody over a certain age should. Obviously, Biden's 80. Trump is 76, I think. Yep. Um, which, you know, I don't actually disagree with. Right. No, I don't think it's a bad. I, you know, it's, it's, it's like literacy tests for voting, though. It depends how they give the test. Right. right? And who's going to give the test? Right. Right. Because that person will have an will have an over real power over who the next president is so that so in other words the devil is in the details but i I do agree with you that that it's not a bad idea yeah right and so i mean the essence of what she was saying was joe biden is too old and and my opponent donald trump is too old um and don lemon in his attempt to just basically thwart any type of like anti-biden anything um put his foot in his mouth and he said you know she shouldn't talk she's 
not in her prime. Um, and the co-hosts, I don't know their names because I don't watch it. Poppy like, Harlow. Oh, po- right. She's like, well, what's prime? And he's like, well, 20s, 30s, Google it. Right. And she was mortified. We all were. It's an outrageous statement. To me. I have the clip. Do you want to hear it? I do. Let's hear the clip. Hold on. This whole talk about age makes me uncomfortable. I think that I think it's the wrong road to go down. She says people, you know, politicians or something are not in their prime. Nikki Haley is in her prime. Sorry. When a woman is considered to be in her prime in her 20s and 30s and maybe 40s. What are you that's, talk- not acor- Wait. I, that's not according to me. Prime for what? Uh, it depends. I mean, it's just like prime. If you look it up, it'll. If you look, if you Google when is a woman in her prime, it'll say twenties, thirties, and forties. I don't necessarily. Forties. Oh, I got another. I'm not saying I agree with that. <laughs> what a very odd line for for Don Lemon, for those of you to to take right. Mm. Um, it obviously Nikki Haley is not running to find a man to have children with. Right. Which, for some odd reason, is I, I assume what he was talking about. Um, she's running to be president. Mm. You're not going to elect a man or a woman constitutionally prohibited in their 20s or even early 30s. Right. So it just, it's just, it's ridiculous for him to say it. But it shows you, like you said, Jess, he's so committed, so blinded by his devotion to defending the indefensible, that he comes out with an absolutely ridiculous statement that turns off even his co-hosts. You could tell they were not happy with that. I think he regretted it the instant it came out of his mouth. I mean... That's why he's not really ready for live. You know what I mean? (laughs) That's why they have to... By the way, folks, he used to be on at night. He had his own show. But... In an effort, you know, the, the, the guys who own CNN, particularly John Malone, John Malone's a serious guy, Liber- the Liberty Fund, um, put together a lot of the big cable networks. When he bought into, into the CNN deal, he said, we're going to reshape the network. We've got to get rid of a lot of this foolishness. We're going to get back to the basics, real news. And um, it's okay to have a little bit of commentary, obviously. Um, but Don Lemon is not making the cut. Not with comments like that, but as you point out, Jess, he didn't even, he had to say any, anything he could come up with to try to sideline her very legitimate point in an effort to defend Biden. In my opinion, he wasn't good enough to carry his own show, and he needed two women who were in their 40s, in their prime, to carry him in the morning show, in my opinion. We have a caller, so let's hear what they have to say. Hey, caller, thanks for holding you our live with Chris and Jess. Oh, I love it when I hear you two together. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, definitely. Uh, hey, Chris, so yes. uh, last week when you were with Marcus on Friday night, I called in at the last minute when you guys were getting off the air. Um, fortunately, the next day I got to meet Big Al. And uh, Oh, I know you are, yep. Yeah, and so um, I've been listening on the radio all week and everything, and uh, today he sounded a little bit scared again. And um, I just wanted to put it out over the airwaves that if he finds himself without a place to lay his head, I'm pretty sure he has my number at this point. Okay. And um, I'll go to Walmart and get a blow-up inflatable and a blanket, and he can stay in the front room. I, 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 I know we all really appreciate that. I don't think it's going to come to that, but it's always great to have a backup plan because, as we know, he was caught without one. Yeah, uh, definitely. For no fault of his own. He's a good dude. Yeah, uh, and uh, I appreciate and Jess, that. 
And Jess, you know, you're saying you're just into your prime now? Yes. I'm the same age as you. I did the Army. I did college. Had a few assistantship jobs. And all that's paying off now. And we're, we're like the same age. Yeah. And I'm in my prime, too. So Love it, right? Yeah, I feel like I we get to pick our prime. I don't think anybody can tell a person who their prime is. Like, how do you know how I was feeling back then? Maybe I wasn't thriving. You know what I mean? Maybe I looked like I was. Um, well, the way I look at it, it's all the things you did before you get into your prime that make you in your prime. Absolutely, oh, great brother. point. Right? I mean, you, you, it, it really is a frame of mind. It's when yeah. you It's when you have the confidence. I mean, confidence is everything. If you don't exude confidence, I don't mean arrogance, confidence. Um, it's very well, hard gotta, to succeed. You've you got to be competent in yes. what you do. Correct. And it takes a while, I think, to get to be competent to the level that you know what you're doing. Well, I hate to burst your bubble, guys, but I, I feel like I've been confident and competent right from the beginning. Like, I'm talking like birth. This, I mean, I, I've really just been waiting for somebody to notice. That's really where I'm at. So bad news for Don Lemon. I've been in my prime since 18, honestly. <laughs> Yeah, well, we're there now. <laughs> yes, so, sir. Well, I'm happy for you. Happy hey, to I, hear that. Listen, I really appreciate you. Very generous. Um, so nice. And and um, I think that um, the support network around out Big Al um, is, is very strong, but it's great to have a backup plan, and, and um, I know he appreciates it because I certainly do as well, my brother. Yeah, so I don't know. It was crazy. You know, I just uh, I was sitting around. And I just said, I got to go over. I got to go see him. I went over, and then uh, we did what we did. And I'm pretty sure he has my number. So if he needs to reach out to me for anything else, I'm here. So nice. Thank you so much, my friend. Have a great weekend. All right, you guys too. Appreciate the call. Thank you. That's so nice. Really nice. The, the Big Al's, um, you know, in a bit of a jam, but I know. he's got he's got a, a lot of support around him. Want to take another call because we're going to have to take a break. Sure. Let's go to the next caller. Hey, caller, thanks for holding your live with Chris and Jess. Great segue for Big Al. Thank you. Uh, and the previous call, I hope he's listening. Uh, just so you know, uh, we're going to be going for Big Al's rent subsidy uh, through the PACE program uh, next Tuesday. Uh, at that point, I'm going to have to step away, so he's going to need someone to take him around, uh, depending on what that subsidy is going to be. Uh, whether it's going to be a Section 8, which he applied for 20 years ago, but fell through the cracks. Mm. Uh, and to be able to go to various uh, designated uh, apartments that may be available for him. Uh, so there's going to be a need for transportation after Tuesday. So the previous caller, if you can do that, I'd be very happy. The reason why I have to step away is uh, I went through this process with as a volunteer with another person, and I kind of blew up at the housing authority. I don't want my politics to rub off on Al's chances. That's that's part of the problem. Okay. Um, and and I, and I I just went off when I should have gone off, but it was legitimate at the time. Uh, as far as uh, Jess, yeah, I'm a liberal. And I picked Philadelphia by three, if you remember. Oh, for crying out loud. <laughs> so there we I'm, go. I'm, I'm, How'd that work I'm, out for you, Bessie? Yes, it goes. So I have uh, uh, egg on my face, I guess, and I have to genuflect to the, to the winner, <laughs> even though I thought he had a fake injury after that 60 Here we go. Here off. we go. Hey, they follow the script. I don't know what to tell you. Right. Maybe literally. <laughs> but congratulations. Thank I you. Do. 
Thank you. Dom, dominate, dominating in your house anyway. Yeah. Uh, but, it, but it was a pretty good game. It was a good uh, game. It was a good football you gotta, game. you got to love having a good football game on Super Bowl Sunday. I mean, yeah. it's these games that ones. fall flat right. and, and they're blowouts. I mean, who you're, you're walking around the kitchen eating dip. Nobody's right. watching the game. Right. I mean, right. we had 20 people with us at our table. Everybody had their eyes on the game. Um, yeah. I love a really good football game. It was a game. very good football game. Yeah, as far as your career, as a liberal, I respect you. You stick to your guns. Uh, you are a good talker, you know, that that's a natural, which is necessary. Uh, and since you've been on WBSM, uh, from time to time, I will turn you off because of maybe the policy that you're talking about that I just don't like, but mm. that's okay. Mm. That's part of it. But for the majority of the time that you're on and I'm listening, you know, I, I'll give you your credit. You, you're very good at what you do, have confidence in what you do. You're going to go right to the top. Oh. I'm telling you. Thanks, Bestie. I don't know if I, I want to do that. I think she, I think he's right. I yeah, think, I think, right. I, wanna, replace, I, think I want to stay home. <laughs> you can replace like Laura Ingram. Uh, <laughs> okay. And, 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 and all the things that... that Take that, my that wedding tweet. rings off now because that <laughs> sounds like divorce to me. <laughs> right? all, all the tweets that they had that they found in Discovery in the Dominion voting machine case. And by the way, if you have any stock in... And Fox News sell it because they're going to get creamed after what was exposed to discovery. Well, uh, I mean, you guys got to take a look at that one because that, that's Fox is in trouble at that point. Anyway, uh, you can shoot that high. I think and just keep doing what you're doing. Be authentic, like Chris says, and, and do what you got to do. Thanks, hey, thanks, Tom. Thanks. And thanks for the thanks. call. Appreciate it. We appreciate you. Um, we have to take a break. We do. All right. Let's we'll do that. We'll be back. All right. This is Jess. And Chris, this is South Coast Tonight, and we'll be right back after this. Listen to us live anywhere in the world on the WBSM app. One's on the left, Left. the other on the right. Right. But they're both ready to call it right down the middle. More of Marcus and Chris on South Coast Tonight here on WBSM. Every song we play is Bruce tonight. I think so. Yeah. I think so. Yes. So, um, welcome back to South Coast. And I'm Chris McCarthy. We have the wonderful Jess Machardo here filling in for birthday boy, Marcus. Happy birthday, Marcus. If you wondered why the Chinese kept sending balloons, they were just sending that from one communist regime <laughs> to another. <laughs> to Marcus. Uh, you can't birthday. say anything about it because you're not here, Marcus. Right, right. So, um, in the next hour... Um, we're going to do a little more local stuff. Um, it's Jack Spillane, who's going to be here on Wednesday night for the debate for Ward 3. Um, he's at New Bedford Light. You can read his articles at newbedfordlight.com. I encourage you to do that. Jack did a chat, which is what they call sort of their debate over there, with the Ward 3 candidates. And it's up on uh, their website. And we're going to – I know a lot of you – um, don't necessarily have access to the internet at all hours of the night. So we're going to play a, couple, a little clip for a minute or two. Um, we just, I listened to the whole thing, but there were some things that jumped out. Um, now I, I, I don't want to go too crazy on it, but you never know what's going to happen. Yeah. You, know, you never yeah, know. We'll you, see. We'll see. Man, you never know. We'll see. You never know. As, as I said, I <laughs> say whatever I want. So <laughs> particularly when Marcus isn't here, I, I get that, that, 
stern, disapproving, liberal look. Oh, I love it. What, what are you doing? <laughs> love it. Triggered. But he's totally triggered. <laughs> but in the eight o'clock hour, we're going to play some clips from the chat. I'll have commentary. But I, I do encourage you. I think Jack Splain does a great job um, with his journalism. He's a real institution around here. Um, in, in a time when we're losing institutional knowledge. Mm, I agree. So he's, he's really a, a, a valuable part of our community. He'll be joining Marcus and I on Wednesday when we host a debate between the Ward 3 candidates. So this chat that they did... Um, Jack asked some very uh, interesting questions, and I want you to watch it. So I'm, we're not going to play all of it by any means. We're going to play a couple of sl- snippets from it in the next hour, and then I'll give you my commentary. I think that um, I think Jack exposed some real weaknesses. I'll, I'll say that um, that that's worth your time, and um, I'll make it. Interesting, more interesting. I'm excited to right. hear it. I mean, I was obviously invested in Jake Ventura. I, I, I really had hoped that guy. he, you know, had won this primary. Um, I was really disappointed in the low voter turnout. And I mean, really, it's the candidates drove their people out. Um, yes. And so uh, I don't know anything about these two candidates other than just the generic, their names. That's it. Right. Um, when we came into the studio, well, Chris had already sent me some stuff. I didn't get a chance to listen. I'm excited because, um, and you're right about Jack. Spillane, not to be confused with people like me who just want to give our opinions on news and, right. and the facts. Um, he does, you know, do fact reporting yes. and um, asks questions. But you're right. I think the really a guy that's really great at what he does can expose certain things um, through the right kind of questioning. He's also um, a very reasonable questioner. You know, I, I have actually. I have found in the past that sometimes I might go a little too hard, but of course it's a different medium. Um, Jack just asked, even gave a follow-up, and I'm going to go over that with you when I when I play the clip for you, because I think he gave one of the candidates a real opportunity to rehabilitate themselves, um, because they are both first-time candidates. They are both um, really good candidates. They are both qualified. They are both working really hard. Um but when Jack asked a very basic question, again, we'll play it in the 8 o'clock hour for you. Um, I, think, I think he really exposed one of the candidates. And um, so I hope you'll stick. everyone will stick around for that. And particularly you folks in the city of New Bedford and Ward 3. But if you don't live in the area... I assure you, I will make it entertaining. I assure, <laughs> Very excited for that. I assure you, I will make this. Are you Are you going to have them in the studio? Is there any debate planned for here? Yeah, Wednesday. Oh, so they're all here Wednesday. All here Wednesday. Oh, I don't know why I thought I heard you say. So both of them are in here on Wednesday. Both are here. Wednesday. Have you met them yet, face to face? I have met uh, Mr. Oliver. Okay. Um, nice guy, yep. hard work, a really charismatic guy, a uh, family guy. He's a, he's a corrections officer up at Walpole. Oh, okay. So. The reality of that job, mm. it's not brawn, it's brains, mm. all right? You don't survive as a corrections officer if, yeah. if all you're using is your muscles. I know a few. Right? Yeah. You have to use your brain, mm-hmm. and you have to use your power of persuasion, mm-hmm. and you have to have integrity, because mm-hmm. if you don't have integrity, those inmates are going to know it, mm-hmm. and you're going to have not be able to do your job, and he's been able to do his job. What does she do? School teacher. Okay. Say no more. She's a school teacher. I'm sold. Ding, right. ding, 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 ding. So, so the the police have um, 
endorsed Mr. Oliver. Um, the Coalition of Social Justice. She's a, a endorsed her. And the communist. Uh, yeah. Yeah, they endorsed her. They endorsed She's her, a current yeah. school teacher. Yes. In New Bedford. No. Okay. It, at um, at the um, old colony system, which is Rochester. We're going to have to take our break, but I will say in Somerset, we have our local election and we had someone pull papers at the last minute. Uh, she's a school teacher in a neighboring town for school committee. So she's running for school committee and I can't be more opposed to this. The school committee should be parents or, um, you know, other people. Uh, teachers have their unions. They have the MTA, which is the biggest mafia in the state, and they don't need to represent anything on a school committee. And I know that's probably not, but I just really don't think they should be serving so i don't understand how and i'm all for unions my father was one of the original members of the mta um back when teachers couldn't even really unionize mm. um but and all the police and fire the they all, you guys all know i'm with them um i'm in favor of organized labor but uh, let's just be honest i don't see how you can be a member of a labor union a teacher's union and negotiate with your own union. She'd have to recuse herself. She'd right. ha- I mean, it's not only that, I just, I believe every decision she makes would have to be with herself in mind. You know what I mean? We, and her peers. We, we recognize that fact within the law. Yeah. I mean, so I don't even understand how, um, why she would want to contribute in an area she can't really contribute to. I don't know. I'm going right? to try to stop her. Don't worry. All right. Let's <laughs> take get a break. <laughs> we'll be right back after this. If you want to hear everything. And welcome back to the show, South Coast Tonight. I'm Chris McCarthy. And we have the wonderful Jess Machado here as well, filling in for birthday boy Marcus. We'll be here till 10 o'clock as always. In the 9 o'clock hour, we'll have really a fabulous guy, uh, Evan Genro from Westport. Uh, you guys know him. He ran. He did very well. Almost got there, but it was a bad year for Republicans, as we know, in Massachusetts. Um, but Evan um, is is a guy worth listening to. So he'll be in at 9 o'clock. At 8 o'clock, we're going to talk a little bit. We'll be taking your phone calls on the Ward 3 special election, which is coming up. Um, Jack Spillane from New Bedford Light. He had a chat, which is similar to a debate with the candidates. Um, and we're going to play some clips from that. We'll talk I'm a little so bit about I'm so excited about right? this. I really am. We're going to make it I should have listened to it, but I think it's going to be better to hear it first and then have your commentary. I think it's going to be worth it. We'll have some fun in the 8 o'clock hour. We'll be right back, guys, after this.